Okay, I think I'm live. Hello, everyone. Sorry that I am tardy for the party. <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting up here trying my darndest to get my Zoom to link up with my YouTube because I thought I had handled that already. And apparently, no, <laughs> I hadn't. So I'm like, okay, I told everyone 12 and here I am having all these technical difficulties keeping me from doing what I came here to do. So I apologize from the bottom of my heart for being late. Um, but them technical difficulties, buddy, I tell you, there ain't nothing we can really do about that. We're kind of at the mercy of technology. So wherever you are, come on into the room, say hello. Promise you I won't bite. Um, my name is Allison Rozelle, and I am the, the wellness and empowerment coach for women who are 40 and better. <laughs> I am also a certified Yusui Reiki master healer and teacher at my school, the Sacred Pathway Academy, where you can enroll in the Enlightenment and Empowerment of Reiki, which is the Reiki certification course for levels one and two. Also, if you are currently certified in uh, Reiki, or if you are an energy healer, yogini, if you work with any energy in any way, shape, or form, then you can be part of my new program, which is the Reikipreneur Business School. So um, go to all of my links. I'll have everything like in comments and stuff later since I had to go back to StreamYard because <laughs> I was trying to see what Zoom could do for me because I've done, I've used Zoom for like broadcasting on Facebook and it worked perfectly fine. Um, but for some reason with YouTube, it's a whole other beast. And I'm like, listen, I'm pushing all the right buttons. I've given permission. I've done everything that I could possibly do. Why is this thing still not doing it? Why am I still circling? So I was like, you know what? I don't want to play with y'all no more. So I'm just going to go back to using what I was using before and we just going to make it do what it do like that, like so like that. <laughs> so um, let me jump on here real quick and um, let me see, because I want to let my peeps know that I'm here and I am live. So just a second, let's pause for station identification. So I can let my peeps know. Hello, Goddess Nadia. I'm so happy to see you. Yes, despite the technical difficulties, honey, I, I made it. <laughs> I was like, look, you're not gonna keep me away from my goddesses. I gotta talk to them. So we got we got business to handle. <laughs> So right now, if you're watching this or even if you're watching this on the replay, hit the share button and share this. Put some love on your social media. You know, tell your people to come on over and join us here. I mean, you know, we're going to have a good time. I like to have a good time. 
So let's get us started here. I'm not doing a reading. Um, I am going to pull a card at the beginning of the broadcast and at the end. Um, I like to switch it up. So uh, we're still going to use the Sacred Journey Oracle deck. Um, this is the deck that um, I feel is going to be key in my Regupreneur Business School that I will be using uh, on a group level as well as individuals <clears throat> in Regupreneur. So we are going to pull a card and then we're going to get started with today. <sighs> Setting the intention. All righty. What do we have today? What do we have today? <laughs> I love it. And it fits perfectly in what I'm going to talk about. So today we're whimsical. We are whimsical. And it says delight in the quirkiness of life. It's through those moments where cre ugh, creativity shines. I'm going to read that again. Delight in the quirkiness of life. It's through those moments where creativity shines. Shine bright like a diamond. So we're going to put that aside. And that is an excellent, excellent message. So as many of you may know, I am very frequent in them clubhouse streets um, on the app Clubhouse. Um, it is where I spend some time. I don't spend as much time as I used to on there because, you know, it can be a little addictive as most things of like social media and stuff can be. So I try not to spend like an obscene amount of time on there um, unless I am uh, doing something of value, which is hosting a room or co-hosting a room or rather what they call co-moderating. Um, or if I just, you know, came into a room and the room has a great energy and message and, and things to talk about. So I may be in there. But one of the things that I do when I'm on social media of any kind is I just take a look at what you, my tribe, what you're talking about, what you're listening to, you know, what are the things that are coming up that maybe, you know, maybe a block of some sort that's keeping you in the feelings of stuckness. Because the interesting thing, as I had the realization this morning, as I was emailing my tribe and saying, you know, hey, we're going to be live today and yada, yada. But I started thinking, I was like, oh, man, we're already at the end of January. Excuse me. And I was like, hmm, already at the end of January. Time flies. <laughs> and, you know, um, January has been a doozy already with, you know, us losing some like celebrities and loved ones. And then, you know, the weather, you know, here in Georgia, you know, we typically um, don't really have a lot of cold, but we have been actually pretty cold. I like it, but a lot of people don't like that um, because it is the South af after all. So there's been a lot going on energetically, 
um, in nature, in just in the world that we've all um, been part of, or, or it has affected us in one way or another. So in the midst of those things, I managed to pull three things that I see a lot of women doing, falling back into those old habits, you know, because we did do the whole new year, new me uh, thing. But what's keeping us from really stepping into that new me is changing some things, changing some mindsets, changing the way we operate, changing the things that we, you know, changing the way we look at things, the way we are doing things, right? So I was like, well, let's talk about what we need to stop doing. Because I think if we have an idea of the things that we're doing that we need to stop, then that might help us in transitioning and changing um, a few things. So number one thing that I really need you all to stop doing. Playing small. Stop playing small. Stop it. You are not small. You've never been small. So stop playing like you are small. Now, when we say playing small, I mean, um, I don't like to say dumbing down, but that's the best analogy I can give right now is dumbing yourself down, bringing yourself to a level of saying that, okay, because, you know, maybe all of my friends are on this level or my coworkers or, you know, my, my significant other or what have you in order to make everyone else comfortable with where I am, I'm going to play it small. Or the playing small could also mean I'm hiding. I'm hiding. I don't want people to know that this is what I am and this is what I do. You know, um, a lot of times, many of us, when we are transitioning from a traditional uh, religion and going into more spirituality, we tend to kind of duck and dive and, and just like we don't want to, you know, we kind of lurk around. We don't want everyone to know that now we are totally okay with tarot cards and oracle cards and collecting crystals and having altars and, and all this different stuff that we're cool with that, that we're okay with that stuff. And even more so when we are starting a spiritual business. So we start hiding. We start like being, I don't even know if it's really shame. It's more of trying to make other people feel comfortable with who we are, you know. Um, I, for myself, when I first got started on my journey and I, I accepted the call of being a coach, a healer, a teacher. When I first got started, I played it small. I played it. I played it safe. I was like, you know, I don't want people to really know what I'm doing. You know, um, I had my Facebook page and like, you know, people who were from back home and everything. So I kind of 
alluded to what I was doing, but I wasn't really out loud about it and, and all that kind of stuff. It was kind of like a whisper and hiding in plain sight. And I might post something about what I'm doing now and I might kind of keep it to myself. But that wasn't serving me because keeping it to myself, well, how are y'all going to find me? <laughs> how are y'all going to find me? If I'm hiding, ducking and, and dodging and, and everything else, how are you all going to find me? So I had to learn how to fully step into my power and say, wait a minute, I'm fear fearfully and wonderfully made by the creator. And the creator says that I am supposed to be doing this. So if I already have permission from the creator to co-create the life of my, my dreams, why am I being small? Why am I, you know, dumbing myself down? Why am I not allowing myself to really shine and show the world who I am and what I've come to do and how I can help those women who are excuse me, 40 and over to be able to, you know, get clarity in their lives, to be able to step into their power of who they are, to be able to find their identity. Because many of us, we are, you know, identified as we're a wife, we're a mother, we're, you know, uh, a daughter, a son, uh, whomever. And we have all these labels that give us our identity but within that, we lose ourselves because we don't know ourselves. And you're probably like, well, how can I lose myself if I don't know myself? Well, the fact that you don't know yourself means that you've lost yourself. <laughs> it's a weird thing. But stay with me. Because for me, when I was starting over, I was so used to being my son's mother. That's that's what I knew. That's who I was. And that's how I related everything in my world is he was my world and I didn't know any different. I didn't know how to be Allison. You know, I didn't know how to really be Allison because I didn't really know Allison very well because my whole life for those years had been all about him and I lost myself. I didn't re I had to make myself remember who was I before I had him? What did I want for myself before I had him? Before I allow other people to influence me and tell me that, well, you know, when you have a child, your life is over and it becomes all about them. And, you know, you can't think about who you are anymore because you got to take care of them. Part of that is true. But much of that I call bullshit. Because if I'm not clear in who I am, how can I teach my child how to really strive and thrive in who they are? I can't give them their identity if I'm having a hard time with my own. So it's the undoing of those things. And because of many of those mindsets, we play small. We allow ourselves to shrink. We allow ourselves to hide. It can be from guilt, blame, shame, any of those things or none of those things. But for whatever reason, in our conditioning, we play it small and we shrink and we're like, I don't want to outshine everybody. 
I'm the friend who's doing something out of all of my friends. And I'm not speaking about me. I'm just saying in general, out of all of my friends, I'm the one that's actually doing something and wants something. And I don't want them to feel like I'm trying to leave them or like I'm trying to be better than anybody. You know, one of those things that we, especially in the black community that we get, we get penalized by the community is, oh, you think you're better than everybody. Who do you think you are? Oh, you, you too good to hang out with us now? Are you too good to go and do these things? And we do that to each other all the time. And then you have to have enough within yourself to say, I, I know who I am. I, I don't think I'm better than anybody. It's just that I want more than what maybe you want. So let's go to point number two. So playing small was number one. So number two thing for us to stop plays into that same um, uh, stream of of madness, <laughs> so to speak, is playing it safe, playing it safe, being in our comfort zone. Um, I made a video like years ago that said your comfort zone is the danger zone. And it is. Your comfort zone is the danger zone because that's where your dream goes to die. Basically, that's what I'm saying. That is the danger zone. Your comfort zone is where your dream and vision for your life goes to die. And it's not helping you. It's not serving you. And before I go any further, are you all seeing and hearing me okay? Because I'm getting a little like weirdness with like my Wi-Fi and everything. So I want to make sure I stay connected. Um, somebody just type in the comments that you can see me and hear me. Um, but yes, we get into our comfort zones and our, in our comfort zones, that's where we're able to stay safe. Oh, hello, Goddess Bliss. I'm so happy to see you. Um, so we play it safe. And we want to be in our comfort zone. Well, we don't necessarily want to be in our comfort zone, but it's called a comfort zone for a reason. It's because that's the norm. You know, in the comfort zone, there's no challenge to up level in the comfort zone. There's no, you know, everything's pretty much the same. You know, we all pretty much uh, do what we've been doing and, you know, we don't rock the boat. We don't shake things up. We don't try too much new stuff. We might try like one thing and be like, oh, wait a minute. Nope, nope, nope. Get back in here because that's scary. I get it. Change can be so incredibly scary. It can be so incredibly like intimidating sometimes that that call to stretch beyond what you believe, those limiting beliefs. If you stretch beyond those things, that, that can be scary because you're used to being in this certain way. So you're in your comfort zone. So for me, I'll speak for me. Being in corporate America was my comfort zone. I was good at what I did. I was really good at what I did. It was my comfort zone because I knew I had a steady paycheck. I had insurance that was coming out of my check. I had my 401k, all these things that I was taught that I should be doing anyway. But that was my comfort zone. And as long as I 
stated that I wouldn't grow, I wouldn't shift, I wouldn't be doing this. I might do it, but I'd treat it more like a hobby. And then it would give me license to sit and bitch and complain about my life, but I stayed in my comfort zone. Now, hear me when I'm saying I'm not telling you to go quit your job right now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Get yourself to that point if that's what you want. And let me help you in the Reikipreneur Business School <laughs> get you to that point. But what I'm saying for me, I realized that as long as I still had this job, I was comfortable. I got a paycheck every week, every two weeks, rather. I was able to pay my bills somewhat <laughs> and stretch that dollar. But, you know, I was good. I was OK. I you know, was making pretty good salary and, you know, everything was all hunky dory on paper. But in actuality, when I started thinking about what I really wanted for my life, I didn't like it. I was very uncomfortable in my comfort zone. And the comfort zone is very uncomfortable. Stepping out of it is even uncomfortable. But what feels good is when you finally do step out of that and you step into the new thing <laughs> for your life, that's when things start feeling good. That's when you start like, okay, all right, I took that first step. So I, I think I'm good. Now, it's easy to fall back into the trap of a comfort zone, no matter what that comfort zone is. The interesting thing about the comfort zone of you stepping out of it, it's not just yours you got to step out of, but you also got to step out of other people's comfort zone of you. I'm going to say that again. Other people's comfort zone for you. So people get used to you being a certain way, living a certain way, talking a certain way, acting a certain way and everything else. And they're like, OK, so, OK, this is who she is. This is what. You know, we know her to do. She's very predictable. You know, we've got her. She's on schedule with that. We're good to go. But then the second you decide to go back to number one and stop playing small, <laughs> start shining, start being that beautiful, wonderful, creative goddess that you are. That's when people are like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, oh, you changing now? Oh, you you switching stuff up now? Are we we too good to go this there and the, this, that, and the third now? Oh, oh, what are you doing? You know, and then they get offended. Some people, they get offended that you want to start doing something other than what they're used to you doing. And so often in that comfort zone with those with the people who keep you in their comfort zone, you're in that comfort zone like that from stuff like trauma bonding. Right. Um, who was it? I think it was um, my mentor who said that she had a group of friends and they were she said it was kind of like we're the sisterhood of traveling brokenness, you know, or brokenness. Right. And I was like, oh, man, that's that's a great way to put it, because you're bonding with people over things that you have in common, which is not wrong, because that's what we do. We tend to gravitate to people that we 
have most things in common with. But we have to be really careful that we don't start trauma bonding because then again, people start shifting you into their comfort zone. And because they're too afraid to step out of the comfort zone, they don't want you to step out of it either because they feel like you're going to leave them behind or whatever their their thoughts are. Goddess Nadia said, other people's comfort zone for you. I love that point. Yes. And Goddess Bliss says, that's a great way to look at it. Well said. Thank you, honey. Yes, because I had to really, really think about this stuff. Because I'm like, okay, is this is this what other people are expecting me to do? Am I doing what I am expected to do or am I doing what I'm called to do? Because I can't keep getting caught up in what other people expect me to do because I know what I'm called to do is something totally different. And it's not their job to get it. It's not. It's not their job to understand it, to get it, to approve it, or anything like that. If they love you, then tell them how they can support you. Teach them how they can be a support to you. Say, you don't have to understand it. You don't have to even like it. But can you just love me through it? And when I need someone to lay my head on their shoulder because maybe I feel tired or frustrated or whatever, can you just be there for that? Can I just depend on you to be there for that? And a lot of times if they love you and they've been in your life for a while and they know in their heart of hearts they really do want you to be happy, they'll say yes to that. And then you don't have to play small anymore. You don't have to be in your comfort zone or theirs anymore because now you understand that they are good with you being you. Now, let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. You still go be you whether they are right with you being you or not. Let me just be crystal clear on that. Because, you know, hey, they could say no. They they won't love you through it. But most people in your life will, will love you through it. So no playing small, no playing it safe no more. We getting out of our comfort zone and other people's comfort zones. We getting out of that. Number three, and this is big because I, I see this. Oh, my gosh. I see this so many times. So many beautiful, talented, intelligent women are selling themselves so short. And the one thing that they're doing is apologizing for who they are and what they do. Apologizing. We got to stop apologizing for wanting more. Stop. Stop apologizing for wanting more with your life. Stop apologizing for dreaming. Stop apologizing for striving for better. Stop apologizing for wanting to build a legacy for yourself, your children, your children's children, so on and so forth down the line. Nieces, nephews, you know, cousins, godchildren, all of it. Stop apologizing for wanting more. 
Stop apologizing for accepting your calling and stop apologizing for the damn calling. It's yours. We're all born with gifts and talents. We all are born with a divine assignment. And it doesn't matter whether your parents planned for you or not, you still are part of a divine plan. Even before they even knew of your existence, you were already assigned to the divine plan. They may not have planned you, but the divine planned you a long time ago. So no matter how you got here, you're here. And you have a divine purpose that is within you. And it's time for you to stop apologizing for it. So many of you that follow me that uh, are my students or my followers, I see you and I see the greatness in you and I see the potential of so much. And I cringe whenever I hear or see any of you playing yourself down of you apologizing for who you are. Now, when I say apologizing, that doesn't always mean that you're saying, I'm sorry. No, apologizing means, in my opinion, the outright denial of, your, of who you are. And, and saying that, you know, in order for you to feel safe in what I'm doing and who I am, you know, I'm going to play small, I'm going to dial it back and everything else. Be loud, be big and loud. <laughs> Shine, shine as bright as the star, as the diamond, as the sun, whatever you want to say, shine bright because you are the light. You are the light. I love that song by India Ari when she says, I am light. You are light. You are light. And you were never meant to be dim. Never. You are the light that shines in the dark so that others that are coming behind you can say, oh, I see the light. That must be the way. And then you turn to them and say, yes, I know the way. In my gifts and talents, I know the way. In my divine assignment, I know the way. So if you are going in the direction that I'm going, I can show you how to get there because I've been there. I've done that. And I know that this is who I am. This is what I've come to do. So we got to stop apologizing for that. We as women have to stop apologizing for, quote unquote, wanting to have it all. I really hate that terminology. Oh, she just wants to have it all. What is all? What exactly is all? Because abundance is my birthright. So abundance can mean a lot, like a lot, a lot that I am entitled to since it's my birthright. So what exactly is all? I've never understood that. When women are shamed and, and told that you shouldn't want it all, she's trying to have it all. Is there really something wrong with that? especially if that's what she wants for her life. So again, I still want to know what exactly is all. 
she is striving to live the abundant life that she was promised from birth. And if that's what you want to call having it all or striving to have it all, then so be it. Because me, I want it all. <laughs> I want the location independent business so I can travel to faraway places and still have my laptop and my cell phone and be able to still give Reiki energy healings from a distance and do readings and give coaching and still be able to record a video and showing my tribe that you can live this way too if that's what you want. If that's what you want. I don't want any woman to ever sell herself short in saying that because I'm black, I'm not supposed to want this or have this. Because I'm a woman, I'm not supposed to want this or have this. Because I am Latina, because I am Indian, because I am Middle Eastern, because I am any ethnicity, you owe no one an apology or explanation for you being your most authentic self. You being you is the way it's supposed to be. So we got to stop apologizing for that. So let's recap. We got to stop playing small. So that means we got to stop hiding, dipping and dodging because <laughs> we are who we are. We're going to stop playing it safe, meaning we're going to get out of our comfort zone and not let anybody pigeonhole us into their comfort zone. And then number three, we're going to stop apologizing for being who we are. I had learned that a long time ago, especially getting into this business where I am on Front Street and people see me on videos, hear me, see my pictures, my posts come into, you know, my spaces that I have. And some people come with much love. Some people come with much judgment. But just know no matter how you come, I'm going to always be me. You get nothing less than 110,000% of me being Allison Rizal. Because nobody can outdo me being me. Nobody can. You can imitate. You can try your best to duplicate. But in the end, at the end of the day, I'm who I am. And I'm proud of who I am. And it took me a long time, a long time to truly look at myself and accept myself just as I am and love myself all the way through it. Goddess Bliss says, I think people downplay others. Uh oh, I got in the way of that. Sorry. <laughs> I think people downplay others and say she wants it all when they're insecure. Yes themselves and from their in their lives. From what I have learned, I've always been told I'm too hood. Gotta stay in the background to be quiet and act like a lady. Girl. <laughs> Virgo bliss. Let me tell you something. 
People are scared of you because you are so powerful. You are so powerful. And you are not hood, if hood is supposed to be a bad thing. But you are who you are. And there is nothing wrong with you stepping in your power and you just being who you are. I am a Leo. And Leos, we most of the time are loud and and very like out and proud and <laughs> just like strutting around and stuff. Hey, I am who I am. I am that I am. And I'm not going to play myself in just down into being making other people feel comfortable. And no, Goddess Nadia, we are not a monolith. We are not. How boring would it be if we were all the same? I wouldn't be able to stand that. I don't even, and this is really, really me being honest. I totally believe in you finding like-minded people and being around them because sometimes in life that's necessary uh, for you to be able to work some things, to be able to feel, you know, whatever you feel, to feel safe, you know, whatever. But I do like to challenge myself to kind of step outside of that because it keeps me out of my comfort zone. And it helps me get to know other people who are not like me who may think differently than I think. I don't like for everybody to agree with me. I don't, I don't, you know, I just think that, you know, how can you have conversations and real connections if everybody is a yes man or a yes woman? We can't grow that way. So yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, goddesses. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you so much. So let's pull card number two. And send us on our way because we already talked about being whimsical and how we delight in the quirkiness of life. And it's and through it's and through those moments is where our creativity shines. So all the quirkiness of life and all the quirkiness of us, of who we are, that is how we shine. That's how our creativity comes through. That's how our gifts and talents are magnified because we stand in that quirkiness, in that that uniqueness of who we are and not apologizing for it. Done with that. So done with that. I don't apologize. Like, you know, you either lean with me and rock with me or you don't. But either way, I love you. And I'm going to tell you, be blessed. <laughs> But I'm going to be me 100%. Mm, how beautiful. I love the word on this, on a Sunday, sacred. <laughs> and it says, honor, honor those experiences, people and things which hold sentimental value. And that's really what it's about. Honor those experiences, people, and things which hold sentimental value. In other words, that which you value, hold it. Hold it to your heart. Hold it dear, the, the value of 
you being you, the value of the people that you love that are in your life, that are there for you and you're there for them. Holding that to you and honoring it, keeping it sacred because your gift to the world of who you are is sacred. It's so sacred. And don't you ever forget it. So I think that will do it for this Sacred Sunday. I guess me and Zoom going to have to have a talk because <laughs> I really wanted to see how to do that um, because I'm still not committed to StreamYard yet, um, but I don't like the little thing there. <laughs> so I may have to go on and just do it. But at any rate, um, I want to thank you all for joining me. I always love when we all get together. Um, so you can see me here this time next week on Sunday. Um, we're going to start talking about, since it's February, we're going to start talking about love. Not just romantic love, though. We're going to talk about love as a whole. So just get ready, get ready, get ready. And until then, thank you so much for joining me. Um, and I'll see you next time. And uh, yeah, go to the Sacred Pathway Academy and get enrolled to get your Reiki certification. Go to Sacred Pathway Academy and get enrolled in the Reiki Renewal Business School. <laughs> and I'll see you all later. Bye.